my name is Ruben Pillai and this is SHB Unfiltered, brought to you by the Stop Holding Back Foundation, a UK personal development charity geared towards improving the lives of people who stutter. We are the only podcast run by people who stutter, talking about a range of topics, streaming live and taking Q&A. We are committed to changing the way people think about stuttering, breaking barriers and unleashing potential. Please support us on Patreon and enjoy this next episode. The change begins when you stop holding back. This is episode eight of the SHB Unfiltered podcast and episode one of the SHB Unfettered podcast just for Christopher Jackson. I'm Rim Pillai. I've got Christopher Jackson here, man like CJ. Hello. Hello. And A. Adesanya sneezing in the corner. Bashi. Hello. I'm all right. Still alive. Yeah, still alive. Stay away for 14 days, please. Thank you very much. Chris, <laughs> Chris was just in the middle of telling us a story about how he misses his nephew in his birthday. Seeing as we're still in quarantine, self-isolation, lockdown London, but we're still running podcast every day streaming daily on facebook the only podcast with people who start streaming live and streaming every day can you beat that you can't chris over to you <laughs> over to me yes sir you're asking me how my day's been today yeah and you said it's been a bit of a sad one it's one. been a difficult one. It was my, it's my nephew Luke's first birthday today. He's actually my godson as well. Shout out to Luke. And, yep, shout out to Luke. Happy birthday, Luke. He's one years old. Um, we had to have a birthday party for him on that new house party that everyone's using. Mate, house party is wicked. You know what? Mate. It's so much <coughs> house party is dangerous, but so much fun, man. Yeah. It worked a treat today, so we had we had two mobile phones going, so we had a chance to have eight people joining each on each screen. So sixteen different phones, and there was multiple people in each phone from all different households, and everyone got a chance to sing him "Happy Birthday," and they had a cake for him. So it was cool. It was uh, it was the best of. A bad situation, but yeah, it was good. So happy birthday to Luke. And that was the highlight of my day. Bro, that's wicked because it's just crazy how like this virus has appeared now and forced us into these mad situations that, to be honest, 10 years ago, did we have the tech to pull this off in the household? Uh, I think so. I had a Sony Ericsson. It was like P10 or something. So, um, I think 10 years ago, I had a Blackberry, <laughs> maybe. Blackberry came BB pin was about yeah. as good as we got. Pretty much, man. I read an article the other day about a couple who did their wedding through Skype. Because the no, thing got cancelled. No yeah, yeah. I can see the disgust in your face. No way. Yeah, but sometimes you'll do what you're going to do, right? Yeah, talking about weddings and the whole marriage thing. How has married life been treating you in quarantine? 
Dude, it's been pretty interesting because this literally happened like straight after we moved in together as well and been spending quite a lot of time with each other. <laughs> I'm just checking yeah. if these are uh, missing <laughs> on because they had to like filter the unfiltered content. But, yeah, just make a yeah. It's it's been fantastic. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. every minute of it. No, but to be honest, we actually intended intended on having a staycation, but this has taken it to like the, the next level, the next level. And we have um, had you know what? It's been really good because we've had a chance to like learn a bit more each other, like work together in the kitchen and cleaning and like doing shit. And and then obviously there's been kind of like one or two like arguments and rocks here, here and there. Um, But it's been really good. Um, We started watching Power, I think I told you. So on season three. I can't believe how late you are with that, man. No, I didn't. This this is perfect, man. This is perfect. You know what? I thought it would be a good chance to like do something together after like the wedding and everything. And Power is wicked. Oh, yeah. yeah, Who's your favorite character? I like Ghost, but Tommy just makes me laugh, man. Tommy, amazing, man. I love Tommy so much. Yeah. He just cracks me up. He just cracks me up. I mean, Kanan's pretty good. Kanan's uh, pretty good. He just he annoys, doesn't care. He just wants to kill everyone. He annoys <laughs> me because he just kills people too early. He just ruins the plot. I'm like, what are you doing, man? And some of 50s acting has been a bit... <laughs> Like right, his, a little bit then, a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you watch it, he's he's pretty much only got about three or four facial expressions <laughs> that, that he uses. Yeah, and, maybe and, his repertoire is not that great at the moment. And he's the working one, on it. And the one you always see is just that dopey smile with the teeth out. Because <laughs> there'll be a fight scene, then he'll shoot someone, he'll kill him, then he'll just do this. <laughs> uh, make a, he's just got like just a handful of facial expressions and yeah he, he he lacks that there's a difference between him and some of the other characters like Natasha and Tommy just wicked but yeah it's been um you know it's been really good yeah it's been really really good Tariq uh, comes pretty good I won't spoil no, it for you. No spoilers, please. But yeah, 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 no, no, no. But like, look, look out for Tariq. He's a cool character as well. Cool, cool. Tommy, yeah, cool. Okay. yeah. We'll, we'll see where we are in a week's time because we are halfway through season three now. Okay. Season four. Back Getting in. through it quite quick. Sir, so, uh, got Aya Adesanya just coming out of hibernation. How's yes, going, I'm bro? here. I'm here. I'm alright. I'm good. Listen up a bit, man. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, there's no contract, Hi. nothing unfair here. Just I'm st- what? What's that? <laughs> I'm stuck at home. I'm still stuck at home like you guys are. <coughs> still surviving. Trying to weather the storm. I like the name. <laughs> I like the name on your screen, Ayo. Stop holding back for life. SHB for life. For life. No doubt. <laughs> I'm just getting started. <laughs> Speaking about live, I'm I'm just looking for the live stream. Uh, it, it's on the top of the page, right? 
It's been shared to 33 different groups and on yeah, LinkedIn as well. You, yeah, but have you shared it to the SSB group? Our group? Yeah. Um, oh, oh. <coughs> let me share that right. Yeah, I have. I have. Of course I have. Of course I have. Okay. Yeah, I have. Did you mind popping a link here so I can take a look in the, ch the, uh, in the, the chat? <clears throat> yeah, then, then we can get a stuck in because I've got the first talking point of the evening. Oh, by the way, guys, I put on my Saturday night shirt, as you can see. <laughs> Yeah, well, Leave it for the weekend. Kind of, uh, but, kind of, but I feel like it's wasted a bit inside the house. It is wicked. You know what? It's so much, it's quite dangerous, but so much fun. So having some technical difficulties. You know what? I'm going to get straight in. <coughs> CJ. Yeah, let's get into it. This is the one, man, yeah? Um... Do you think that people who start are, are perfectionists? And by perfectionists, I mean they they expect or they aspire to perfection in their speech, and that kind of develops a personality for perfectionism. Well. That's have a have think about that one. No, it's a good question. I already know what I think. It's a great question. I believe that because of our stutters, we become very conscious of everything. We're fully aware of ourselves all the time. And we're always judging ourselves because we expect others to be judging us every time we open our mouths. So when it comes to our speech, I believe we're very aware of it and we do strive for perfection. And because of that, it can filter out into other areas of our lives. I know that growing up and even to some degree, even now, I am a perfectionist. I like everything to be perfect. Um, in previous like, business ventures that I've done, maybe I was guilty of launching too late because I was trying to perfect everything. So I do believe that because of that trait, we do become or we, we have a tendency to seek perfection in all areas of our life. It starts with speech and then I feel like it does trickle out into other areas. Ayo, what do you think about that? Um, A, that talking point, and do you agree or disagree? And uh, um, if you have anything to add on what Chris I just said, go for it, man. Well, for me, no. In my personal experience, no. Well, I did become, I, I almost became a perfectionist because I was taught to by a program. But, be, be, but before that, I was trying to survive, man. I was just trying to survive and trying to communicate. I wasn't really trying to be a perfectionist in any way. I was just trying to communicate with people so for me well, no well think about it beyond speech as in does, does it like kind of trickle into other areas of your life do you expect perfectionism in the gym uh, perfectionism mm. in the way you look fashion sense post post, po people? post 
post the therapy I had, no. I was, again, I was just trying to get on in life. That's what I was thinking about, survival. So after I've done a lot of speech therapy, I guess I have become more of a perfectionist, especially when I just came out of the program I attended. That program was very about no excuses. You have to use this technique, blah, blah, blah. So I did become a perfectionist after that. But now I've been on this journey for about two years now. I'm not at all. I'm more about, I have to at least try and that's enough. I don't have to focus on the result of the trying. As long as I've taken the action, that's the most important thing for me. All right, good, good, good. Um, <clears throat> the, the reason why I thought it'd be good to talk about it, can you put a mute out, please? I can hear your phone ring. Turn that stuff off, mate. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so the, the, the reason why I thought um, we'd talk about that point is because um, for kind of people who stutter and experience problems with their speech, you can have like a whole spectrum of severity. There are some with kind of like, I'd say very mild stutters where, where it crops up here and there, but they still, it still bothers them. It still bothers them a lot. And um, some people we're with kind of like even more severe stutters, like they get bothered by the smallest block or the smallest negative reaction from any waste man on the street. And like, in the end, why do you care about like, kind of the next person on the street who who has this opinion of you that are formed within two or three seconds. And people are bothered by that. And I always ask them, well, if you are, then like, do you, as in kind of aspire to perfection in your speech, um, do you then adopt that same perfectionism in, in other areas? Like, do you <clears throat> dress perfectly every every day or every hour of the day? Is your hair always perfect? Do you always shave kind of like to the way you want? And most of the time, you kind of get like half answers. But expect sorry, like perfection is is like the expectation. And if you don't get that, then you feel this anxiety when people are kind of like giving you looks and stuff. But if you are like doing talks to people or speaking to many people at work or just in kind of general life, there will always be funny looks at times. And, and um, I always think about some of these quotes about if you aren't causing a stir or I wouldn't say causing controversy, but like triggering people to think and second guess you, then you aren't really making an, an impact in your in kind of the, the world around you so that's why i thought i would kick off with that kind of topic now now having heard me say that kind of stuff has that made you think a bit differently about the answers that you just gave me no because what what you were describing is the traits that i had i can give you another example growing up i seek perfection in the way that I looked and what I wore and I always went for a haircut at the same 
time I always had like a two week gap between all my haircuts because I wanted it to be perfect and I always made sure I had the latest designer brands on um, I really wanted a nice car but what were the real reasons behind really wanting a nice car was it for me or was it because I wanted to gain people's respect to other avenues rather than me and my personality allowing me to gain that respect. Perhaps I didn't believe in myself and I didn't believe that me just being me was good enough to get everyone's respect because I was conscious of my speech and I was always worried about it and I felt like I was going to get judgment. So I felt like perhaps if I had the latest designer clothes and a nice car, then people would respect me before they heard me speak. So I would already have a level of respect. So then if it dropped when I spoke, it didn't drop all the way down here. I still had kind of, you know, having this go in your head, it makes you come up with crazy stuff. So regardless of how mad you sound, that was the life that I lived having and out of control started allowing it to dictate every aspect of my life. Since working on my speech, that strive for perfection has changed. Because like Ayo was saying, that strive now, you, you appreciate the action that you've taken. You don't necessarily focus on the outcome all the time. So the more you're focusing on the action, the less you seek the perfection. Do you think that's kind of an age thing? So like you've um, <clears throat> had that on your shoulders for like a certain period of your life. So say say in school when when kind of it's like constantly a popularity contest or things can get a bit clicky in schools and stuff like that but when you actually grow up a bit and you go into to the real world your perspective changes and maybe the idea of perfection changes as as well and you actually care a bit less about who you try and impress do you think that plays uh, in it as well? It could do, but yes, there is a level of maturity and different experiences that change it. But I still believe no matter what circles you mix in, there's still an element of social pressure no matter how old you get. It's just you have to change your attitude towards that social pressure and just make sure that you live life on your terms. And I feel like some people can still be sucked into that, whether they've got a stutter or not. They can still be sucked into the social pressures um, and external pressures of the world, no matter how old they may get. That's why you see in life people, you know, they can be well into their 40s and they're still trying to keep up with the Joneses. It just depends what type of person you are. And I do feel like, I feel like working on my speech helped change that and helped reshape a new dynamic to my personality. But um, I can still understand why people would still have that kind of personality trait and seek perfectionism and compete with others well into their 30s, 40s and 50s. Do you know what's cool though? Like with um, kind of the stuff that we're doing here with, um, with SHB and kind of a podcasting and doing qualified of, of this awareness work and co- coaching people within the stuttering community. It isn't like um, 
something that people in my immediate community or friendship group are doing as well so you don't have that like that um that that weird type of, of competition that, that that you may experience in school where everyone's trying to do the same thing and you're comparing yourself to each other because here like it's just me kind of getting on with these like really specific individual goals that i've set myself and it can't really compare to any any one else right because um these circumstances that 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 i have and the three of us have are very like very specific circumstances and um in that sense it doesn't make it easier to to just kind of like be yourself a bit more because no one can like tell us how to do this and how to be ourselves and that's the beauty of it i think and they've given me a lot more freedom to actually to care less and care less and less as time goes on. Yeah, I totally agree. It's allowed me to really realise that everyone's on their own journey, everyone's on their own path, and this is my path, and I'm head down, focused on achieving the stuff that I've got um, set out that I want to achieve. And no longer do you look at other predictable milestones that you feel like other people could be putting pressure on you to have to hit. Everything's individual now. And yeah, like you said, what we're trying to work on now and what we're trying to achieve, it's, it's, uh, it's not comparable to other people at the moment. So yeah, there's a lot less, there's a lot less pressure and we can really focus on it. Just going to switch back to the Facebook feed. We got um, uh, additional comment from our boy, Leo. He's in Finland. And Leo says that the coronavirus is cause, causing a bit of trouble down there. Um, there are police giving fines if you try to go out. The army is patrolling the streets. And uh, it's all feeling a bit like Mad Max. But he says he has always had the need for perfection. Only with his speech, though. Everything else didn't really matter for him. I guess... Uh, well, one minute. So he hasn't followed up with anything else after that, but hopefully he will give a bit more context. Sorry, Eric, if you have your kind of initial opinion, put it down, then we'll see what Leo says if he's yeah. following on. Go for it, bro. Guess- I guess in terms of trying to be perfect, in terms of stuttering and that's it, I guess that, that can stem from trying to avoid stuttering in the first place. So you think you're trying to be perfect because you want all the words to come out, but really you're just trying to avoid stuttering and avoid the pain of stuttering. Or like for judgment, the embarrassment from people from the actual stuttering. I don't think... It's, it's, it's perfection. You're just scared to start. So that's, that's how I like to frame it for me, because it's true for me. So I wouldn't call it, I'm trying to be perfect. I'm just trying not to stutter for me. Do you know what the problem is? Because like, um, when we think of people who don't start, 
like you can pull out five or ten people around you and get them to speak and they could kind of be waffling a bit or they aren't like kind of very eloquent and stuff but whenever um you kind of ask someone who started or like give an example of of a good speaker and stuff they had to come out with the usual like barack obama or like kind of just these these next bears who were who were like the top two percent of like speakers in the world and 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 you can think like all right that's fair enough but like literally everyone you're gonna encounter like in your daily life they aren't gonna sound like that and they're far from perfect so like, why are you comparing yourself to barack obama because by pulling out that, that name as that's at the forefront of your mind of what a good speaker is that is what you're comparing your speech to and there's no way you're going to get to that point without actually like, working on your speech and going through some mad like speech courses public speaking courses that like, how to be a president courses it's yeah. bonkers this is why it's very important right you set expectations right if you're if you're coaching someone or if that person is part of a program the program needs to make sure that they set the expectations right and they don't they don't push people to do things that won't actually won't help them in their day-to-day lives like me like not me say i've had good examples first of all yeah good examples like things that people can say that aren't going to be useful it's like you're on a flight and you're and you feel the need because you've been told to in the program to express yourself and show people you're working on your speech and you're a new person that you should ask the flight attendants to to give you the give you the chance to make an announcement and say hey i have a starter and i've achieved this and this okay that's cool it's amazing but that's not going to help you in a one-on-one conversation with a friend or or your boss that's not really going to help you it's just something to make you feel good in the moment because you're working on your speech and you're special because you're working on your speech you're not special you're just working on your speech because it's important for you to learn to communicate to get on in your day-to-day life. It's about the day-to-day life, not about the big moments. That's my opinion on that. Cool, just I got a follow-up from Leo who says, yeah, I think you got it right, Ayo. I'm just scared to look different. And it's funny because I will start it anyway, even if I try to hide it. CJ. Um, I want to go back to the first point that he made so i've always had the need of perfectionism only with my speech everything else really didn't matter for me do you think in leo's case that is because he put speech at such a high priority in his life that he felt like if speech is perfect then everything else just will begin to fall into place Exactly, exactly, exactly. Which is why I've actually picked this topic because it's something that um, 
that I kind of experience with like the vast majority of people I've come across through Slatter. There seems to be this, this overemphasis on speech. And I'm like, without being offensive, dude, you need to go to the gym. Yeah. And in some cases, like, this might be rude, but dude, you need to have a shower. As in like, kind of like um, their, their like priorities aren't kind of like spread evenly, if, if that makes sense. And they think like the bane of their problems, that the reason for, for why things aren't working is purely stuttering. But in some cases, you literally scratch from the surface with your speech. And there's a whole host of different things that you need to resolve. I can relate to that though. Um, so yeah, go on. Be polite. Guys. No, I was going to say that. No, I was going to say I can relate to that. When my speech was at its worst, I continuously used to tell myself, "Man, if I didn't have a stutter, I'd have no problems in my life at all. Everything would be plain sailing. It would be perfect. I'd be smashing life." Then when I did get good speech, I realised, okay, I've got to work on this. I've got to start doing that. No excuses now, bro. Things get real. Yeah, but I realised that that did help a lot. It helped massively, but there's still other things that I had to work on. And there's still a lot of other areas that you've got to put a lot of effort in. And that's also probably the reason why, like, kind of, some of these are like really like quick, impactful, short-term programs don't hold weight as the months go by and years go by because um, like three or four days, it isn't enough time to build the habits you need to sustain the like the behaviors to keep up that, that kind of like keep your speech in check because you have to really um, make changes to the way you do things, the way you think about yourself and the way you act because as soon as you go back to like your your world, your school, your university, place of work, you literally slip back into your usual habits and that that will take your speech back to its default. Yeah, that's, the, that's the same for me. Like b- before I started this speech journey, I used to think if I was fluent, I'd be the king of the world. I'd be a millionaire. I'd be doing this, doing that. I love all these girls, all this yes. money. <laughs> like, like, yes, man. Like, I'd be a different person completely. But that was a lie and it wasn't true because I did have really strong speech for a long time. Now it's all right, but my speech was a lot stronger, I would say, a year ago. And, and I felt like I was unstoppable and I could do literally anything. But what I found was my life was the same. I didn't really change a lot. I changed a few things, but I didn't really change a lot, a lot of things. I, I was still, still lazy in some ways. I was still not weren't taking action in some ways. The speech wasn't a catalyst for that. But what has made me grow and evolve into a more efficient, stronger person who takes more 
more action now is just the fact I've been on this journey. I've met people like you, Chris, and I've learned from you guys and I've done things. That's what has changed me over time. The speech is a contributing factor, but that was not the catalyst. And that's what I've learned. And that's what people who start need to learn. It's not, it's not about the good speech. It's good speech helps, but it's more about how you feel about yourself and your, your aspirations in life. That's what's going to drive you more than having great speech, in my opinion. That's beautiful, yeah. Beautiful, mate. We can tell it's your opinion, but it is a very, very valuable opinion. I will move on slightly to uh, a similar topic, but slightly different. So um, do you think that maybe um, overthinking your speech, overthinking, stuttering, and being obsessive over it can actually be damaging if you neglect other things. It's ruining your life. Yeah, and, um, and kind of, kind of um, uh, before I hand over to kind of the two, two of you to voice your opinion, I've got like a, a really, really short story of um, how, so this was a few months ago where I reached out to someone. So like, um, I've stopped doing this now because uh, my time is precious, but um, like I reached out to someone just casually asking, so they were from the stuttering community within one of the, uh, the forums that we hold. Just, just casually asked them, like, kind of, um, like, how they were doing, like, like, I knew that they were studying or they graduated and whether they were doing, kind of, the job they intended to do, etc. Pardon me. And... Um, and I said, look, like if you want to have like kind of a careers type conversation, how to get through the application process, the job process um, with stuttering and how to reframe things on your CV, et cetera. Um, then we, 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 we just spoke about kind of like um, their profile and stuff. So they were, they were very active on one of the forums and, and really kind of like coming across as intellectual, loads of information, like really deep thinking. And um, it turned out that that person has graduated in a very, very tough course, but hasn't um, been working in his intended sector for one or two years. So I saw like kind of like, because um, we're going to start like a type of career service at the moment gonna run this for free um like we can sit down go for applications i can prep you on interviews and and they literally declined it but they were there but they were more interested in kind of like kind of understanding like um um deep things about um guttering and talking about the kind of like theories and all that kind of stuff. But, <clears throat> but um, at the same time, they were, they weren't working in their intended sector doing basic jobs and night shifts for 
hours and hours and hours after spending years getting like a master's degree in in something and it was quite sad because I literally offered to help him for free to get him into a job where he'd be earning a lot more money feeling better better about himself doing what he's studied for and also like using kind of that to enhance his speech and therefore give him a bit more hope that he can take forward and help other people eventually if he chose to. Um, I thought that was an example of someone who they could, they could, they could spend like the next few years talking about stuttering, but taking zero action. And, and, and um, I just wanted to ask like, can, overthinking and over overworking it like be detrimental um like i'm sure you you guys may agree but i but there is going to be a spectrum of these people so some people will be like half in half out etc but where do you draw the line on kind of like working on the speech and stuttering and actually focusing on other things <laughs> over Wow. You see, to me, listening to that story, it's, it's very difficult for me to not think that perhaps he was maybe using the university degree and a course as an avoidance strategy because he really wanted to do it. He really wanted to get involved in that but his speech wasn't allowing him to and he was allowing his speech to dictate to him whether or not he was able to go for them jobs or not perhaps I feel like a lot of these starting communities are full of a lot of people that they want all these information all this information they want every book under the sun they want every motivational quote that they can find but they just want to overload themselves with information. They're not interested in actually taking action to find out, okay, this is someone who is smashing life that had a stutter. Let me talk to him and find out step by step, what did you actually do to get where you are? I want to replicate your steps. I want to, I, I want to follow the same footpath that you set. I don't um, feel like there's enough of them people. And most importantly as well, it was me who reached out to him and I was the mug offering it for free as well. And, yeah, see, this is the and, most frustrating part of it. And, um, and like, yeah, like kind of in, in the past, like I've actually helped people get into the job they want and get into medical schools, etc. coach them before their interviews and went through kind of key questions, etc. and how to frame in stuttering. And, and, and I explained to him the experiences I had, but do you think like they were too afraid to actually test their own theories and test their own kind of things they have learned? Because I can't think of anything else, to be honest. These yeah, guys are too afraid. Go on, Chris. No, you, no it's all right, Chris. You, you can speak. I was just going to say, I'll make it quick, but I feel like these guys that are too scared to test themselves is because they know that they haven't been putting in the work. They know they haven't prepared for it. <laughs> so the thought of executing it is... <laughs> it's true, though. Like, when, when you know you've put in the work, 
you're not afraid of the outcome because you know I've done everything I can possibly do. I know I've tried, I've given it my all. And no. when you can oh. truly say to yourself, I haven't, then you are scared of trying. But some this, people are, but some people still are because they are afraid because listen, they know listen, they're pouring man. all the work. Listen, and man. if it doesn't work, then they're like, well, it's impossible now. I can't do it. And listen, some people man. are even more afraid, afraid of that. <laughs> these guys, true, man. Right? these people. Oh, All right. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, go. These, Three, two, one. Go. These guys are all the same. <laughs> these are the people who read all day, don't do nothing. Stuttering or fluent. There are people who are fluent who do the exact same thing. Go uni, do all these, do all these courses, masters, PhDs. Come out, not doing nothing with it. They're doing normal jobs. So it's not a starving thing. That's that guy's damn personality. He's just not someone who wants to take risks or someone who's, who, 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 someone who is not, he's afraid of failure. He's just someone who's afraid I of failure. I agree with you. Most people are I afraid of failure. A quick question, a quick question. Is it the stutter that has shaped that personality trait? Maybe it don't we matter. We won't know for sure. We won't know, but if, <laughs> to me it doesn't matter, man. It's either listen, you got one life, and you will die eventually. That's how how I frame it. Eventually, it's, it's not gonna matter because once you die, no one cares about how much money you got, the car you drive, or your degrees. People just when you die, people think about what kind of person you was and what you've and and all the memories you left behind, all the relationships. Maybe, maybe all, as well, like, that's it. Um, so you're just maybe, scared of life. May, maybe as well, like, you've, you've been more importantly, because regardless of what other people think, what are you going to be thinking when, when is your time, when you get that knock on your front door saying, all right, bro, pack your bags. I mean, because... If, if anything, like with this virus going around, because there are going to be people like who got symptoms, test positive, and they recover. They're going to have their wake-up calls, right? But yeah. it should not take something uh, as mad as this to, to like make you realize, hang on a minute, I've got to like change. And if, if there has to be some kind of pandemic around you that, force you to like change the way you think about yourself and and how you want to live the rest of your life then then that's the first problem because like you can't rely on a pandemic to come by like every few months to give you a kick up the backside well or someone to pass away every six months to give you a kick up the backside because it's the system that we live in it's designed to make you feel comfortable designed to make you feel like the route is go to school go to university get a degree get a job buy a house, have kids. That's the, that's the system. So that's normal. That's acceptable. So they feel like they're just doing what most people are doing, which is true. Just cruising through life, not taking any risks. Uh, so. no, uh, but, but the point I was trying to make is it's, it isn't like bad to do that or we, no, we aren't costing any, anyone who does that. But if someone has got a master's degree in like a really specific area and is now working 
in kind of place where where like he didn't even need to get a degree in and it, it's the basic job that like um that should in theory be a stepping stone or something he could do while he gets to the place that he wanted but he's not doing it but he's spending the majority of his time investigating theories around stuff and actually without taking actually they're afraid of failure, man. It well, depends what his original intention was. Like, I know for a fact I went to uni for pure avoidance because I didn't want to get a job. So I just, <laughs> I just wanted to buy myself time. So I went to uni, a four-year sandwich course. Yes, for four years, I haven't got to worry about getting a job. Um, so, yes, you went in and you tried to help him at a crucial time where you thought, right, he's done all this work but maybe his original intention could have been the same so now just because he's there his intention hasn't really changed and he's just trying to continue to avoid it one second i don't know the guy personally for me chris i've got the exact same experience i went to university just for avoidance i had no idea of who i was so i just yeah asked my dad for advice he said go do banking go love bar i did that and my life was was crap for a long time after that. So, it, but I do think a lot of people who are fluent as well, or who start, we go to uni because we don't know who we are, or pressure from our parents. So, you got to ask this guy, is this the field that you really want to do? Because maybe it's not, and maybe he's just lost now, and he's he needs support in different ways. You know what I mean? But. I just told him, look, man, if you're working 12 hours on the night shift where, <laughs> where instead I could kind of like coach you through an interview process to get you into a job in the daytime in a sector where he specifically studied for, for, for four or five years or whatever, then, as in, and, and then he goes back in my face. Um, then, I, <laughs> then, because it's, it's all good blaming stuttering for your problems but if someone comes to you <laughs> with an answer and then and then you you throw that out of the way as well like um this reminds me of this of this story of um it's big fictional story <laughs> of, of this guy <laughs> and um um so we're having some te technical difficulties but um um, so there's a like story of all of this guy, right? And uh, and I'm in a fit right now. I'm, I'm literally trying to hold it down, impose myself. But yeah, so so there's like a story, uh, there's a story about this guy. So um, he's in his house, and there's floods everywhere. So his whole town is below sea level now. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, and 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 um, he's about to die, right? So he starts praying to God. He prays to God, and he prays for help to save him, to save him, etc. Then, um, while he's praying, a speedboat comes, and the speedboat comes with a sailor, and the sailor says, "Oh, like." Um, come, come, come. 
like, I can take you to land. And the guy's like, no, it's fine. I'm praying for God. I'll be saved soon by God. Don't worry. The guy's like, no, just come, come, man. You're going to die. So I know, and he's really adamant. So the speed bug goes away. A few minutes later, um, a helicopter comes. Helicopter comes. Pilot says, hey, I'll come to save you. Jump in. They're like, no, leave it. I'm going to get saved by God, etc., etc. Same conversation as the last guy with the sailor. The, the helicopter guy pleads with him. The pilot pleads and says, look, just come. I can, I, I can take you. You're going to die in a few minutes. The guy says no. So, so, so the helicopter has to fly away to save the next person. Because if someone doesn't want your help, just go to the next person. Eventually, the guy drowns and dies, right? So he's so, so, then he dies, he, he gets to heaven, and then, he, and then he reaches God. So he goes, God, I prayed to you, but you didn't come to help me. God is like, I sent you the speed, but <laughs> I sent you the helicopter, and you didn't take it. What else do you want me to do? And the moral of the story is, sometimes you, you will be like seeking an answer, seeking some kind of a solution for your stuttering. And it may come along, but it might not come along in the form that you intended it to in your mind. You're maybe seeking that better job or that better life and that better speech to get you past that point. And it may come to you in different forms. It's important to keep an open mind. And it's not going to come straight away. But that next thing could be the stepping stone to reach that point. Yeah. That's why like, I was disappointed. Because cause, like, cause that's one example. But there's, there's so many others. So many others that, like, um, that I've spoken to. Uh, and... and some have just said no or just and it's, it's and it's like i'm telling here it, it isn't just me just kind of like saying i can help you i can say like, i'm just mentioning this oh, i've done this before if you want your help i'll do it like, like let's get some time on blah 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 you got my contact details then we speak a bit they ask a few questions and and zero like they have no intention of actually of of taking that risk when they attend all these stuttering events and engage with these communities speaking about mad theories and shit, but, but like zero application, zero reality check. The, the thing is, Ruben, you say they attend these events or just all these events that are about stuttering, but the people they are talking to are just like them. They're just like them. There's no role models, man. There's no role models in this game. They're all the same. All of them are holding back. <laughs> They're holding backers. <laughs> They're holding backers, man. They're <laughs> so, holding backers. What? <laughs> 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 Professional holder backers. No, no, no but I. But <laughs> you know, I it's see, not. No, 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 no. Um, I, I see a point where kind of the people that you think of and. The people kind of at the top of these communities, they aren't like the um, um, what's the best way to describe it? Like they, they aren't the ones actually killing it in a way. Some people can, 
and you've got the ability. You've got the ability. You've got the ability, but you need to like release, release, and just attack life. Because if you, if you don't, like, look at the virus, man. Like, people are crying about their next paycheck, this and that. People got problems, but like, and, and we we put our, our our challenges as well. But because of the position we have built ourselves into, we're no, well, able to actually cope through this process, cope through this crisis. Yeah. Other, other people, is the key word there, I think. With, without a doubt. Without What's a doubt. That? What's that? Motivation is the key word here. And I think when, when you have people that are motivated and if someone who's not motivated wants to come into the circle and the motivated people are willing to accept them into the circle, they will work out very quickly that this person's all stalk and they're not really motivated. And I think and I think that's why you find people kind of sector off into their own little crews because they are motivated. And they want to continue to surround themselves by other motivated people to keep themselves motivated. Um, and motivated people won't allow other people to drag them back. And I mean, I just want to ask you guys something. Have you ever had someone call you for coaching? They want help. But because they've overloaded themselves with all this information, all these books that they've read, they call you, but they're trying to put you through through a coaching call. And you're like, what is going on here? Like, do you want the help or are you telling me how you want to be helped? Have you ever had that experience? Mm, not me, no. Not no. properly, but um, mm. I do. That sounds bad. No, no, no. I'm trying to think back because um, that that they have been there have been people who haven't called me directly, but they've done it through chat. And, okay. Yeah. And like that. That's fair enough. But um, if there's one thing that like um, that I get from people who have read loads of books on these topics or self-help books or whatever if people read like one or two books then automatically they think they're some kind of a life coach and every conversation with them is about them trying to fix you mm. and I'm like whoa I just thought like this was just a chat just about general stuff you're from the stuttering community forum Let's just have a chat, just like kind of like what you do, where about you're from, like how old are you, what are your hobbies and stuff. And the majority of the time, like they, they just go straight into like this kind of like, oh, like this is the right way, um, the, the, these techniques are good, this and the bad. And, and then I'm just telling them, well, stop, stop, stop. First of all, like, who are, are you and stuff but tell me a bit about yourself and then i'll say me as well and then first find out about that person like what kind of things are they doing what's working for them what what successes they're having what challenges they're having then work out like where kind of like your advice or your information can help them but more often 
than not there's so many people out there who they're like kind of the stuttering keyboard warriors they're really good like at typing like mad stuff but they have no proof of concept they have never applied it themselves they can't apply it themselves yeah. they never tested it and and they themselves one of one of those people is that person i'm talking about yeah i want to go back to role models quickly Ruben, because you're right about what yeah, you're saying but i think a lot of it i think fact, chris said that bit but go on. yeah it's like black people for a long time there's no black people in the media so we thought as a people that's not for us we can't be on TV, we can't be famous, we can't be rich, because because we didn't see ourselves there at that at that height level. And I think it's the same people who start. People who start don't see people who start who are killing it in real life. They don't so see it. It's, so, like, it's not um, there. so they don't believe so like, in themselves to do it. They don't believe in themselves. Just to um, articulate that again, if you don't have a reference point, it's hard for you to see yourself actually um, kind of like reaching that point, you mean? You yes. can't see someone who looks a bit like you or from a similar background to you. It's hard for you to actually see yourself achieving that. Exactly, exactly. And this is why you get a lot of likes, a lot of comments on your speaking stuff. Because a lot of people who start, it's like, wow, this Ruben, he's he's in Toastmasters, he's gone really far up. He's got all these awards. He's making waves in that. I'm field. killing it, bro. Yeah, so you know it. what I'm saying. So, so that that will give a lot of people who start hope and self belief. But like, if you went there, people will be holding back all day long, mate. People <laughs> will be, you know, it's it's tough. We need people like me, you, and Chris to keep on, keep on the work we're doing to inspire people, to let them know that it's possible. That's the mission of stop holding back, right? Definitely. And if anything, like kind of, like uh, beyond doing it for um, for people as well to like help them and prove them. The important thing is for for you guys to also enjoy the process and enjoy what you're doing because in in the in the end like this will i've always told myself like um like in the future like if, if i if i if i if i have the, the grandkids what conversations am i going to have have with them and 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 um what kind of stories am i going to tell them from the past about kind of things I've done and things that happened and, and achievements and stuff. And like, that's the way I kind of build my life and the things I do because in the end, when it comes to your time, you will only like look back and you will not think about things that you did, but the things that you didn't do. And I want to make sure that when my time comes, I can go away with, with a smile on my face. Because in the end, that's the biggest regret. And by that point, it's too late. Stop holding back. 
Yeah, we aren't finished yet, so um, <laughs> carry on, Chris. No, I was just going to say that that was beautiful words, man. Like, seriously, <laughs> now it's my chance to get you back. But yeah, you're right. But if if the we can continue to inspire as much as we want, and we can continue to do all we can. But people have to take that first step. They have to take that. They have to take action. And the problem is, is with all the information that people overload, if they don't take action, they're not going to be able to fizzle it out. They're not going to be able to fizzle out what they believe in and what they don't believe in. They're just going to continue to believe in everything. And not everything will work for every person. It's, it's individual. So the more experiences you have, the more you're working out what suits you and what doesn't suit you. And that's what I've learned. Just a quick one, Chris. Um, thank you. Thank you for your, for your kind words about my, uh, my um, small segment there. I reassure the two of you that that the contents of this podcast are not unfettered and they are available for use. So uh, stop holding back. I did not hold the rights and uh, offer my to the community. Chris, is your hand all right? I, I can see it flickering. No, I'm a master. It's all good balance. Ayo Adesanya, any um, final words before we wrap this up and put episode eight to the books? I just want to say this this show tonight has reached almost 2,000 people. 2,000 people. It's amazing. And don't forget, guys, it's so important. I'm waiting for Stop it. Stop holding back. Stop holding back. You've earned it, but stop holding back. Yeah. <laughs>